The 2024 Subaru Outback is designed to take you anywhere you want to go. And it's available with low 1.9% APR financing with complimentary maintenance included at Subaru of Gwinnett. Discover the many reasons to love a Subaru Outback. Advanced technology features for added safety, tough, sophisticated styling, standard symmetrical all-wheel drive, and a 2023 IIHS Top Safety Pick Plus. Get out there and go places in a Subaru Outback. Adventure never looks so good. Go to SubaruofGwinnett.com to learn more. That's right. It's time for the Baloo Show here on The Fan, Monday through Friday, 10 to 11. You know the drill. On Atlanta Sports Station, The Fan, 680 and 93.7. Streaming right now at 680thefan.com. Click and watch the show. Hey, everybody. Check us out here. Even get to see a shot of the producer and engineer room. We're Ernie and Road Dog Gillespie in the house today. Road Dog in today. And also Jordan D'Armond in the house. Jordan, great having you in again today. It's a Friday party. Yes, yeah, a Friday party every week, it seems. And, girl, you got your Braves jacket on today. That looks like something Bobby Cox used to wear. It's. I actually got it in Hood River, Oregon at a vintage shop. And I was, you know, that's just a sign from God. You got to get it. And I also got my Trey Young shoes on today, too. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's Trey with a big game tonight. Yep. All right. So uh, I think we are ready to roll today. Boy, what a big show yesterday. Matt Ryan hanging around the studio. George, you hear about this? Matt Ryan was hanging around work. Everybody was talking about that interview. It was fabulously done by both Matt and the locker room. Yeah, and I tell you what, I was uh, grinding it out yesterday. I was waiting for Matt to leave the locker room, and then I jumped him in the hallway. And I said, Matt, I need you to give me five minutes. In this studio right here, I opened the door and pushed him in there. Bucks Beat Special Edition will drop later today. But yeah, it was good on the locker room yesterday. Great having Matt here all these years with Finn. Finn drug him in here for nine straight years on 680 The Fan. In spite of the fact that the thing I was impressed with was we weren't even the Falcons flagship. And Finneran, the relationship he and Matt had, Finn, man, he's got the power. Had Matt in here for nine consecutive years doing the show, his show here on The Fan. Good stuff, Finn. Very impressive. What do you say we get the Baloo show underway? Bucks. Big take. Yeah, the big take today. Here it is. The green flag drops on the world champion Atlanta Braves season in less than two weeks. To be exact, 13 days. I'm ready. How about you? We ready? Let's get it started. All right, step number one. Come on, man. You know the deal. It's the annual Buck Baloof Show National League East prediction. And allow me to start at the bottom with the last place Washington Nationals, who are terrible, is what Barkley would say. Uh, the rebuild, the Falcons wouldn't use that term, but the Nationals will. The, the rebuild is underway in D.C., They'll finish in the cellar, probably about 30 games back. The tea leaves tell me the Miami Marlins will finish fourth. The fish are so bad, Jeter 
wanted no part of it this year. Philadelphia Phillies are destined to finish third in the East this season. Yeah, that Phillies lineup will score some runs, but the defense, the bottom of the rotation, and the bullpen will not be very good. That leaves the Braves and the Mets. The Braves have won four in a row in the National League East. And the Mets have spent a boatload of money to end that streak. Once again, as I look around, I'm seeing a lot of people around Major League Baseball, the gamblers, the insiders, the writers, the network dudes, seeing a lot of these guys stepping up, going with the, as they call them, the amazing Mets. Well, not the Blue Show. The lousy, stinking Mets will finish second. And our Atlanta Braves, Nernie, will win their fifth straight National League East title. Our lineup, our lineup is better. Our bullpen is way better. And our rotation is deeper. The prediction here, the Braves get it done again for the fifth consecutive year. And so we'll be, uh, we might have to break out that that Mets song that uh, Kincaid and I used to sing when the Mets would show up on the Braves schedule. You know, beat the Mets, beat the Mets. There we go. Here we go. Beat the Mets, beat the Mets. Step right up and beat the Mets. Grab the kitties, get the wife. Guaranteed to have the time of your life. Come on, Nemo is not going to get the job done. Pete Alonzo will strike out big time. Who are these guys at the bottom of the rotation? They need a left-handed reliever. You can't buy the title, the New York Mets. They're the lousy Mets, the stinking Mets, the sorry Mets. Beat the Mets. Beat the Mets. That was really good. Yeah, we've done that hundreds of times here on this show. And I had to drown Kincaid out most of the time. I got the Braves getting it done again this year. No surprise there, you say? Hey, Ben Ingram's going to join me live from Northport at the Braves Spring Training coming up at 20 after the hour. So looking forward to having Ben on, seeing what's going on down there with Brave Spring Training. Right now, though, let's talk a little Falcons football. The rebuild is on at Flowery Branch with Matt, Matt, with Matt Ryan leaving for Indianapolis. The rebuild is on. And Fontenot, look, he and Arthur Smith, they want to call it a transition. But here at 680 The Fan, we're just going to call it a rebuild. Call we it what it is. Rebuild. It is. It's, it's, that's exactly what it is. It's a rebuild. And Fontenot's had a busy week. Think about the week. You think you've had a busy week out there, Atlanta. Think about Fontenot. All right, he he entertained Deshaun Watson, kissed up to Deshaun. Mr. Blank asked him to, so that's what Fontenot did, kissed up to him. Then he traded Matt Ryan. Then he went to the Kenny Pickett Pro Day in Pittsburgh. Then he went to the Malik Willis Pro Day at Liberty. Then he went to the Matt Corral Pro Day in Mississippi. And then he said they're not going to reach for a quarterback in the draft this year. So I guess that means the translation for me is that don't expect the Falcons to stay at eight and take one of these quarterbacks. 
as I get a phone call. Is that yeah. the wife? No. I would have taken it if it was her. I would have said, Nernie, go with it. I got a phone call to take. So the the Falcons uh, and, and Fontenot saying will not reach for a quarterback, and I'm interpreting that to mean we won't see the Falcons at eight take Pickett, Willis, or Corral. I did see, I was reading the Falco, Falcoholic online last night, and I was in favor of what they were talking about with the Falcons trading out of the eight spot, moving back in the first round with the Philadelphia Eagles, who have, I believe, three first-round picks. Correct. Trade back with the Eagles. Eagles move up to eight. Falcons drop back from eight to 15 and take wide receiver Drake London out of USC. Now, it makes sense. Look, he's a big-bodied wide receiver. Arthur Smith likes these big receivers. London, I believe, 6'5", 210 pounds. Big target for the quarterback. He and Pitts would make a really nice young combination they can grow with in the years to come. So I really like that pick, if indeed it, it takes place. Then I gazed down at the second-round pick, and the Falcoholic had the Falcons taking Desmond Ritter out of Cincinnati. Come on, man. Desmond Ritter, he's going to be playing in the USFL in a year or two. So I didn't like that. Free agency's underway. And so the rebuild will continue in free agency. We're bargain shopping. I see where they're hosting this Jermaine Effetti. believe he played at Texas A&M a few years ago. He's been with the Chicago Bears, and he's played tackle and guard with the Bears. Remember now, Fontenot has hired his buddy Ryan Pace, and he's now a member of the Falcons personnel department. Well, Effetti in for a visit with the Falcons, and reportedly, at, you know, just looking at the the situation here, he would either compete with Caleb McGarry for the right tackle job if they signed Effetti, or he would compete for the left guard spot with Mayfield, who most of the year was just absolutely terrible. He almost got Matt Ryan killed. So Effetti must not have many options out there if he's considering signing with the rebuilding Falcons. We hate the word rebuild. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they like uh, the transition better. They're transitioning now. And I would prefer, I believe, that, say, McGarry somehow, Nerney finds lightning in a bottle and steps up a little bit at the right tackle spot. They hang on to him, and they just plug a Fetty in at the left, left guard spot. Because I don't want to see any more of Mayfield. I, th- I believe I've already seen enough of him. So the Falcons uh, coming off that really uh, emotional, emotionally charged period with uh, trading Matt Ryan and kissing up to Deshaun Watson for no reason at all other than to get him a better deal with the Cleveland Browns. It's been a crazy week here in Atlanta. Going back to uh, to Mayfield real quick, and you know, obviously left guard didn't work out very well for him last year, and I don't think it's his fault. He shouldn't have been out there to begin with, but that's how you know yeah. that's how thin we were out there. He did play right tackle at Michigan. Not to say that you know he he he'd go back out to right tackle and immediately shine, but uh, McGarry could definitely use some competition if if nothing else. So if they do sure up that left guard spot and you do kick Mayfield back out to right tackle at the very least. 
uh, you you have a competition over there because I, I McGarry's mean, got just as much to prove as, as a guy like Jalen Mayfield. Yeah, look, right now the Falcons are playing with basically three legit offensive linemen. Three legit linemen. Which isn't enough, obviously, to protect the quarterback. So Marcus Mariota, get ready to... You better be in good shape when the season gets started, man, because he's going to be running for his life during this transition. Now, hold on. I'm not I'm not going with that. Uh, during this rebuild is what I'm going with. Time for the Buck Blue Show headline brought to you by Grease Monkey. The big dance continued last night with the Sweet 16 phase getting underway. And this just in, the Buck Blue Show bracket is officially dead. Had my uh, two teams that I had slotted to play in the national championship game, Gonzaga and Arizona, they are now gone, as Nick Saban would say. Gone. Shown the door. Gone. And so is my shot to win the 680 bracket challenge here at 680 The Fan, which is a little bit disappointing. Just hoping to make some noise this year. And the headlines brought to you by Grease Monkey. Oil changes and more. It's done fast. It's done right. Visit GreaseMonkeyAuto.com for store locations and special offers. Coming back on the other side, we're going to hang with the voice of the Braves. Ben Ingram joins us coming up next. Good evening. Here on the Blue Show, 10 to 11, Monday through Friday on Atlanta Sports Station. The Fan, 680 and 93.7. The 2024 Subaru Outback is designed to take you anywhere you want to go. And it's available with low 1.9% APR financing with complimentary maintenance included at Subaru of Gwinnett. Discover the many reasons to love a Subaru Outback. Advanced technology features for added safety, tough, sophisticated styling, standard symmetrical all-wheel drive, and a 2023 IIHS Top Safety Pick Plus. Get out there and go places in a Subaru Outback. Adventure never looks so good. Go to SubaruofGwinnett.com to learn more. Hey, Atlanta, Hudson Mason here. Is a new roof still on your to-do list, but you've been delayed due to rising home service costs? Well, here's a fantastic solution from Accent Roofing Service. Zero down, zero payments, and zero interest for a full year. That's right. You can get your new roof now and start paying next year. Act quickly because Accent's incredible offer of zero, zero, zero with a 12-month deferred payment option for a lifetime roof system isn't going to last long. Contact the craftsman at Accent Roofing Service today, accentroofingservice.com. Happy Friday is the Buck Blue Show here on The Fan. If you're listening on that mobile app, it's driven by Beaver Toyota of Coming. Beaver Direct, the fastest and easiest way to shop online for your next vehicle. Visit beavertoyotaofcoming.com. And also win big at Racetrack with the Atlanta Braves. 680 The Fan, the Braves and Racetrack are giving you the opportunity to win Atlanta Braves VIP experiences. Sweet tickets, silver seat tickets, coolers, Braves kits, Coors Light, aluminum cups, T-shirts, koozies, and I'm told much, much more. Join the fan promo team tomorrow. Chris Domino's going to be out and about 1-3 to three at Racetrack 420 East Crossville Road in Roswell. That's Domino and Roswell tomorrow at the racetrack from 1 to 3. You can see full details at 680thefan.com slash racetrack. 
And that sounds like fun, right? Go hang out with Chris and maybe win something. 10 o'clock hour on the fan is brought to you by the Haug Law Group. And we appreciate them very much. You can't spell Haug without the U, the G, and the A. As we are going to queue up Ben Ingram here in just a moment. Road Dog, you got his phone number? Yeah, I got his phone number, but he is just not answering right at the moment. So we are going to continue to effort. That's a lie. Ingram. No, that's not a lie. That's uh, three <laughs> phone calls that say it's the truth. Yeah, I think what's going on is he's probably, let's see, right now, 1020. He is uh, hanging out with Matt Olson, probably uh, kicking it around with Olson, seeing what's going on. Or maybe Jay Chad is briefing him on the game coming up this afternoon at uh, 105, is it? They're taking on the Red Sox. Ian Anderson pushed back to get the start. And this is me sort of singing and dancing a little bit, Jordan. You do it well, Buck. Yeah, uh, <laughs> filibustering, you know, stretching, I think is another term you see. Uh, Learn that one in the TV business when you saw the individual behind the camera uh, stretching. If you're watching at 680thefan.com, you'll see the, the motion, the signal of stretching, stretching. Right now is what I'm doing. You know, I think what we should do, Nerney, is maybe go ahead and let's feature Jordan Diarmon and see what's popping out there. Let's find out what's popping. A lot of stuff going on. It's been busy, I'm sure, for you these past two weeks. Just news breaking, news yeah, breaking. Yeah, this past week has been pretty emotional, too, with both Matt Ryan and Freddie Freeman leaving. Yeah, it's, it's been a lot. I don't, I don't like to think about it, but... You know, it's a it's a new generation Did you tear coming up? in. I mean, it was it was emotional when you've been with somebody for close to two decades. You know, both guys. It's it's hard. Not that I had a personal relationship with them, but you know. Well, I tell you what, as a fan, you're totally invested. Uh, yeah. You were in both these superstars here in Atlanta. Yeah, it was a tough week. And then observing Matt on the locker room show yesterday, when he was speaking about leaving. And his days with the Falcons, you could tell he was... You could hear it in his yeah, voice. Yeah, I mean, he was emotional, man. And and look, he's totally invested 14 years with the organization. I mean, he brought two kids in the world. You know, they, they were, he was given a chance coming from B.C. And it's it's tough. But yeah, a little bit emotional. It is emotional. Um, but, you know, going on tonight in Atlanta, I, sort of, I spoke about it in my update, but Golden State is in town. Yeah. Um, taking on the Hawks. Are you looking forward to this matchup? Well, I was. Yeah, you know, it's one of those games on the uh, the schedule that you circle or you highlight and say, okay, this is when Steph Curry and the Warriors are coming to town. Well, the Warriors are in town, but they don't have Steph Curry with them. I saw him last night uh, hanging out with Coach K. So is he just uh, taking out a day in, off? Uh, <laughs> out in San Francisco. Well, I'm sure he's rehabbing. He's out now. Uh, he's got a ligament sprain in his foot. And so, as I understand it, the Warriors will reevaluate this in a couple of weeks. I mean, he could be out until the playoffs get underway and be limited when the playoffs get started with this injury. So I'm not so excited anymore about this matchup tonight with the Hawks and Warriors. Steph Curry's not even in town. I feel like that always happens when the Hawks, when you get a big team and a big player, they always seem to never make it on the court in Atlanta. I don't know if that says something about the Hawks or 
Anyways. Yeah, come on, Steph. Yeah. Where are you, man? People bought these tickets to see you play basketball today. How in the world are you getting hurt? I know. I know. Some other, you know, disappointing or sad news because Tom Glavin is a staple here in Atlanta. He's, you know, obviously stepping away from the broadcast booth. So I think know. a lot of people hadn't even heard the news yet. Ah, well, what's the That's deal? sort of you, breaking news. You, you got any inside information? Well, as I understand it, my sources are telling me Glavin lost his father last year. And now Tom wants to spend more time with his mother this year. Can't blame a guy for that. And so he's going to take this year off from the Bally Sports South TV broadcast of the games. Take this year off to spend more time with mom. And so I believe mainly you're going to see Chip and, and Frenchie uh, do roughly about 100 games together. And right now with Glavin taking this year off, you'll see more of Brian Jordan, Peter Moylan, and Bird. Paul Bird will step in. Those three guys will fill the gap yeah. with Tom Glavin not participating this year. Still a great booth. Yeah, a little disappointed, though. Enjoyed Glavin uh, working the games, but I certainly understand where he's coming from here. I hope Bally's does, too. He's, he's saying he hopes to be back next year in 2023. Well, family first. I can always respect Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Uh, you know, golf's been, it's been a busy couple weeks for golf. There's obviously some this weekend at Corrales, Punta Cana. Is that correct? Uh, no, it's in Austin. Oh, they got it's the in uh, world match play going on. Okay. Any, I mean, what's, what's your thoughts about this weekend? Are you excited about it? Anybody stand out to you? Uh, well, today, uh, looking forward to seeing uh, Kisner from Georgia, who really oh, plays yeah. well in these match play events. I mean, he is a competitor, extreme. He's tough, mentally tough. And so his game really shines in these match play events. He takes on JT Justin Thomas today, uh, the Alabama wow. Crimson Tide man. So that tees off at 138. I'm hoping to check a little bit of that out today. Some other good matches. You got Hovland and Zalatoris, a uh, good match up there. Another Georgia player Harmon taking on Bubba Watson two Georgia oh, guys wow. going head to head today Spieth and Adam Scott Rom and, and Patrick Reed some really good match play showdowns today I'm looking forward to checking some of that out you like the stroke play or the match play I like better? the match play I just feel like there's an extra edge when it comes to that you yeah, know and we I like just to don't see enough of it we no. see like one event the entire year yeah. And I, this is it. I, well, I'll be uh, tuning into that. And I'm also going to be tuning into the rest of the Sweet 16 action that's happening later today. Are you excited about some of those games? Anything stand out to you? What, the Sweet 16 yeah. tonight? Yeah. Four games. Uh, well, you know, the one that jumps off the page is the two Blue Bloods. You got North Carolina and UCLA going at it tonight, 939 on TBS. And so the, these other ones don't really do much for me. Uh, St. Peter's and Purdue, come on, man. Uh, Providence and Kansas. Yeah. Uh, Iowa State and Miami. Now, John Michaels is going to love I it. Think, yeah, I think he would say otherwise. But North Carolina, UCLA, I, you know, looking at my bracket, I don't have much left. So I, I'm just going to go on the pure enjoyment of, of watching the Tar Heels and Bruins go at it. I'm not going to toot my own horn, but maybe I had Arkansas in the Elite Eight and I might have Duke winning the whole thing. So I'm still in it, partially. Coach Don't ask K, me anything huh? other, thing, other than that. Coach K going out with a natty. Please, everyone be quiet. Sorry, Coach K. 
Uh, yeah, that was a good game they were in last night. There was a, there's been a lot of good games. That's what I can say. It's it's a weird year in sports. We saw it in football. And now we're seeing it in this week. You know, in March Madness, and it's been it's been good basketball. Um, Eric Eric Gilbert, Eric Gilbert. Have we have we? Well, I think it's important. Does... You know, I've always had the philosophy when you're not real sure. Yeah. You use both of the pronunciations, so you at you least get sides. it right. You get it at least get it right once right. out of the two times. Well, Eric Gilbert, Ari Gilbert, back with the team, uh, obviously. Practicing, you know, practicing, that's a good thing. Yeah. Uh, before last season, there was a rumor he may be, you know, trying out as a wide receiver rather than a tight end. Is that the case this year? You know, either way, uh, look, Mon can doing a great job getting that ball to Brock Bowers at tight end a year ago. Yeah. So I think he's he's good either way. I think he's about 240 pounds, Eric Gilbert. Big so boy. that is a big <laughs> wide receiver playing yeah. the X receiver spot. I think they got covered, got that covered with Ad Mitchell now. Mm-hmm. I'll be coming into a second year, really talented guy. How about that touchdown in the national championship oh. game that he had? So I believe right out they're of his good hands. at receiver now. Gilbert should be able to fit at that tight end spot. Wow. Look for a lot of three tight end sets this season with Todd Monken. Because you got big Darnell Washington. Darnell. You got Arik Gilbert. And Brock Bowers. And you got Brock Bowers. Man, I'd be going with a three tight end set at least half the time this season. Those are crazy names to think. All in the tight, tight I can't end wait end. to get over there and check out practice. Yeah. And uh, see what Gilbert looks like. It's important for him to just get reps. Just rep it out there this spring. As many reps as you can get to get back into the swing of things. Which he should be able to because isn't Darnell Washington out? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's us doing the What's Poppin' segment. Always uh, look forward to that on Friday with you, Jordan. Thanks so much. Time to talk Braves. Let's chop it up. Presented by Haug Law Group, your local personal injury attorneys. HaugLawGroup.com. Let's bring on our truest on up Braves insider live from Northport at the Braves Spring Training. He joins us on the Hobson and Hobson Newsmaker line. The one and only Ben Ingram hanging out with us on the Blue Show. Ben, we appreciate you coming on today. So you got shorts on. Uh, how are the legs tanning up pretty good? How's it going down there? Well, I had a long way to go on the tan, Buck. I might need more than three weeks down here to get that thing perfected. But other than that, everything's pretty good down here. No complaints. So have you been to the beach yet? Not yet. We got an all thing coming up Tuesday, and that's uh, that's the plan. I'm going to get over there and get the day in at the beach. And outside of that, I've been at the ballpark every day. Yeah, you're working it, man. You got work to get done. We We can appreciate that. So... Earlier in the show, Ben, I uh, took the Braves to win their fifth consecutive National League East title. I know as I look around, I see a lot of people taking the Mets again. I've I've never been one to fall in the Mets trap, and I'm really happy about that. Uh, I see the Braves being a better overall team than what the Mets have been able to put together with that big payroll they've got. How about you? I think so too. Yeah, I'm right there with you, Bob. How many how many times have we heard that in the off season where you'll go into January and February and the Mets have already been crowned the division champions? And look, they make a lot of moves and they've made a ton of moves this off season and, and some good ones. There's no doubt that they should be a lot better. 
but until somebody knocks off these guys here in Atlanta, I don't, I don't see how you start pointing to another team and saying that's the team to beat. You've got some good starters, obviously, but there's a lot of mileage on Max Scherzer's arm. What does he look like in August and September? Uh, we saw him going on short rest last year in the postseason, gave him a dead arm, and the Braves beat the Dodgers. So um, they've handled him before, and I think you can make a really strong case of the team that the Braves have right now is stronger than what they had last year, which is saying a lot. So I'm right there with you, and until somebody knocks off Atlanta, I can't point to another team to beat in this division. You're going to see Ian Anderson throw today. As far as the rotation goes, I went out on a limb yesterday, Ben, and I, I, uh, I went with Kyle Wright winning – 10 or 12 games this season. How crazy is that, what I did yesterday? I don't know that it's crazy. I'll say this much. If Kyle Wright wins 10 or 12 games, this team is sitting pretty. I mean, really pretty uh, towards the end of the season. Kyle has looked good. Um, We got to see him the other day, and he's got good stuff, and there's no doubt that his stuff amongst the guys that are pushing and trying to get their way into the rotation, that he has the best stuff. But can he do it consistently? He's supposed to former first-round pick, and we're not talking about a guy who's 21 years old or anything like that. He's supposed to be in this rotation. I hope that what he learned last year in the World Series will, will really push him. You know, we saw Dylan Lee start game four of the World Series, got one out, here comes Kyle, and he goes four and two-thirds, and the Braves win that game. Uh, and, and in my opinion, Buck, that really changed how we viewed Kyle Wright, fair or unfair. That's just one day. But he looked so good at the, on the biggest stage in the game. So he's supposed to be there. And I think that when it comes to the rotation, you know one, two, three are going to be Freed, Morton, and Anderson. But after that, whether it's five guys or six guys in your rotation, Kyle's supposed to be in there. And I think as it stands right now, he'd get the nod as your four starter. Um, we'll just wait and see what happens over the next week and a half. But you're going to need a fourth and fifth starter, obviously. You don't have off days in the first two weeks of the season like you typically do. So you're going to need a strong five and maybe even a sixth guy. Uh, and I think Kyle has to be one of those guys that if he can be consistent, he can be as good as you said the other day on the air. That uh, That's definitely the challenge for him, and I hope that that's the case. All right, Anthopolis, man, getting a lot of love for uh, getting Olsen and plugging him in at first base, replacing Freddie Freeman. But I'll tell you what I'm so impressed with is what he's done with the bullpen, Ben. We might have the best bullpen in Major League Baseball. Yeah, and I think what it does, Buck, it, it, it gives you lots of options. It gives you lots of combinations that you can use to your advantage. And seeing so much depth in the bullpen is enormous. It's a team that should win in the regular season. But if you get that bunch healthy into the postseason, they're particularly built for the postseason, in my opinion, um, it wouldn't shock me if you saw them use an opener here and there with, and use Colin McHugh as such. Um, adding him to what you already had is extremely strong. And then you throw in Kenley Jansen. And, and Kenley Jansen has seen some enormous opportunities over the course of his career late in ball games, and has come through. He's been one of the more clutch closers in the game and done it for the Dodgers. It's going to be bizarre to me to think of the first road trip of the year, Dodger Stadium, and perhaps Kenley Jansen on the mound wearing a Braves uniform, facing Freddie Freeman wearing a Dodger uniform. That's just bizarre. Uh, but I think you, you, you're very excited to have Kenley and the rest of the additions to this bullpen. And that's probably the strength of the team. And I, I think there, there are lots of strengths on this team, but I think the pen leads the way. And I think you'd have said that about stretches last season. Uh, the pen and what those guys accomplished last year in October, one of the biggest reasons that they won the World Series. Uh, so to add on to that group, uh, to have those guys as hungry as they ever were, I think that's a, that's enormous. They know how good they can be, and I can't wait to see how they use these guys and, and how they respond as well. Ben, I'm a, a lot jealous that you're down there able to put your eyes on Ronald Acuna Jr. What are you seeing? 
But I haven't seen much of him yet. Just seen him taking swings and things like that. But we knew that he would be fine in the cage. We knew that he'd be fine taking hacks. It, it's it's turning the bases. It's making cuts in the outfield. I think that's really where the concern comes with that injury. Uh, from what I understand, when it comes to swinging a bat, that's not near the stress on that injury as it is running the bases at 100% or making cuts in the outfield. So once they bring him back in, um, and that's going to be you know end of April, early May, I think you're going to see him put in the lineup first as a DH. So whenever Ronald is ready to play in games, I don't think you're going to see him thrown into right field immediately. You'll see him use as a DH here and there, ease him in, and then eventually once you get into May, hopefully he's your everyday right fielder and, and you have a healthy season for him. It, it'd be obviously good for the Braves for that to happen. It'd be good for baseball for that to happen because you need a full season out of Ronald Acuna. Uh, we really haven't seen that yet. The injury last year, the pandemic the year before. Uh, you just want to see him over the course of a full season, see what he can do because we know he can be so dynamic and amongst the best players in the game. And, and at his young age, it, it doesn't really concern me whatsoever, him bouncing back from that injury. I think he'll be bouncing back pretty pretty soon, and you'll look at him in May, June, and July. And think, guys, 24 years old, I don't even see any any uh, remnants of that injury. I don't see any holdbacks whatsoever. That's how good he can be. And uh, it's just a matter of him making sure he takes his time and getting back out there, knowing it's a long season and, and not trying to do too much too soon. What will uh, Braves fans see at the start of the season as far as how Snick uh, plays the outfield? Uh, it, it's very similar to the bullpen. You have lots of different options. I'm looking at the lineup today against Boston, and they've got Alex Dickerson as a D8. they got Marcelo Zuna in left. Uh, you've got depth there, and I think what they wanted to do, especially with bringing along Alex Dickerson, was particularly for the first month of the season. That's a guy who's 31 years old. Uh, he has options, so you're not going to lose him. So he's there for the first month of the season, and that kind of softens the blow until Acuna can come back. The way that they use this thing, I think you'll pretty much see – uh, center field, Adam Duvall, left field, more Eddie Rosario than not. You could see Eddie a lot in right field to begin the season, then move over to left field once Acuna is back. Uh, we've seen Marcel in left field a few games down here. I'm not saying that you won't see that at all during the regular season, but I think he's much more valuable as just the DH. I mean, he's not going to get out there and, and be anything that blows you away defensively. Uh, there was a ball the other day that while he was hitting the ball well, he got out in left field and kind of fell asleep on a ball and took a bad hop off his glove and rolled off behind him. And you get those plays with Ozuna. Uh, it's just not his, uh, his his best strength defensively, in my opinion. So I think you'll see him more as DH and see some of these other guys in the outfield with Duvall, uh, Dickerson, Rosario, uh, maybe some late-inning replacements with, with, with Guillermo Heredia, things like that. And, and do that for the first month until you get Ronald back. And then once you get Ronald back, then you'll see more of a traditional uh, everyday right fielder, center fielder, left fielder, the same three out there every day with likely the same DH most days. So, Ben, how impressive is Matt Olson taking batting practice? Very impressive at batting practice. I mean, we saw, and Buck, I know you've been down here to the facility, the seats out in right center, they've, they've got a big canopy on them, and he's hit balls on top of that canopy in deep right center. There's no questioning his power. Um, he, Austin and Dansby all looked really good two days ago. I think it's the most contact, the most barrels I've seen in a spring training game for this team this year. And they've only played about half a dozen games. Um, but, but he looked really, really good. Um, I think he's looked good defensively. 
his swing is definitely the most important thing, in my opinion, in, in, to see in this lineup because all these other all these other guys, you know what to expect. And I don't want to take anything away from Matt Olson. We know how good he can be, but at the same time, he's been out in Oakland. We never got to see him. You'd hear his name, you'd see his numbers, but it's not like we got to see him regularly. So uh, seeing him come in and play first base, he's going to be batting second in the lineup today. I think that'll be interesting because we could see him bat two, three, or four during the regular season. And it, it, it may be a deal where Snit is, feels better about him batting second uh, and following him up with, with Austin Riley in the order, having those two guys two and three. A lot of pop in there at two and three. Um, so he's looked really good, a lot of power, and, and we've seen power the opposite way from him as well. He, he's got jammed on a couple of balls and able to, uh, to fight off balls and send them to the left field, picked up an RBI that way the other day. Um, so his swing looks to be really, really good. And at 27 years old, seeing what he's accomplished already in his career, that's really good. But I think the best days are coming for Matt Olson and getting him at this point in his career. This seems to be the peak of his career, in my opinion. Ben, great stuff. Always a pleasure to get you on, man. Get in regular season shape down there. We're counting on you this year. You got it, Buck. Enjoyed it, man. Thank you. Ben Ingram, join us on that Hobson and Hobson newsmaker line. Let's squeeze in that Bulldog roundtable. Official sports talk station of the dogs, and it's time for Bulldog Roundtable with Buck Balloon. 25, 20, far side line, 15, 10, 5, get in there, touchdown! Bulldog Roundtable is proudly presented by Georgia's own credit union, Haug Law Group, Georgia Pack and Load, AAA, and by attorney Ken Nugent. And that's going to be the ball game. Georgia will win this ball game. Only on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. Football practice continues over in Athens, and looking forward to having Kirby Smart on the show, I believe, next week. Road Dog has a setup for a visit from Kirby next week here on the show. What's up, Buck? Kirby, I uh, hope you're uh, getting them over there motivated to at least have a, an impressive G Day coming up April the 16th. And I've been talking uh, a lot about the Bulldogs and their leadership, which they've lost a lot of quality leadership off the team that won the national championship, Jordan. So how do they fill that void? Well, offensively, I don't think there's any question that Stetson Bennett is the leader of the football team and the leader of the Georgia offense coming into the season. Let's hear from Stetson talking about it just being easier to lead this time around. I'd say it's more of a comfort thing for me because, you know, you don't want to, I don't know, because we all knew JT was the guy going in last year, right? And so you don't want to you know, especially I wouldn't take any reps. So who was I to come over and be like, hey, you know, let's run the route this way. But now there's a comfort level and there's a uh, respect level from both sides that I can go up and be like, hey, we're not doing that. We're going to do this. And somebody can come and tell me I always, you know, want to be that guy where I'm not, you know, like the the parent or anything like that. Like we're brothers. We're on the same football team, right? If you see me doing something wrong and a drop or something, come, come let me know. Yeah, and for me, leadership and having been a captain over at Georgia, basically your final year, you got these underclassmen looking at you and trying to follow your lead. So you want to go out and you want to work hard. All right, you're the first ones in the meeting, the last guy to leave. On the, on the practice field, you're, you're out there working your tail off. And, and look, Stetson Bennett's doing all those things. And then beyond that, to me, it's just encouraging the other guys. Come on, man, pick it up. You can handle that that guy on defense. Yeah, you should be able to get the better him. We're counting on you. 
So Stetson uh, will be an excellent team captain for the Bulldogs this year, no doubt about it. I believe on defense, the leader is going to be Nolan Smith. And so they're going to lean on him to help lead the way uh, over there with Chris, Christopher Smith in the secondary, too, I think is another one that will be a part of that leadership group. Uh, wide receivers, man, if I was over there watching practice, uh, first thing I'd want to go look at is, is the wide receivers. You know, as a former quarterback, you're just always drawn to the receivers. And and so I would immediately probably go over there and uh, take a look at, at what this receiving group is doing and want to see Blaylock, who's now persevered through two knee injuries, two knee surgeries, and reportedly he's back on track. Let's hear from Kirby talking about Blaylock. The off-season program was good for him in terms of getting confidence, changing direction, uh, doing some things well, you know. I think he'd be the first to tell you he's still rusty, but uh, he's he's so confident with the ball in his hands. You know, he catches the ball really well. He's smart. Um, he's very savvy route runner in the slot. Uh, he's done a tremendous job there. He's been back catching punts as well. And, you know, he brings some veteran experience. Yeah, hopefully he's going to be able to uh, be in the rotation and get his hands on the ball this year. A lot of people pulling for Blaylock to bounce back and, and get back in there. Defensively, the star of the national championship game, uh, Keely Ringo. See, Jordan, you're smiling. All I got to do is say Ringo. Uh, you, it, and a big happens. smile comes on your face. He's a guy I'm sure Kirby is saying, okay, I don't want him to get the big head. All right, so I'm going to stay on Ringo. We want him to be a complete football player at cornerback so want to have him be able to uh, play the run game tough to play man-to-man to play zone to be a complete cornerback is what kirby is trying to get it done uh, with ringo there let's hear from kirby talking about ringo he says he wants him to be uh, more than just the pick six guy what he can't do is let that play distract or deter his development because he'll be the first to tell you, he made an outstanding play, a play that will live in lore and do great. But he also had some plays in that game that weren't so good. Okay, He, he had some tackle situations he knows he's got to improve on. And what makes me most proud of Keeley is he's taking it out there to the field, and he's really working on the physical part and being a better tackler. Um, he's playing with more confidence. If anything, that play gives him a little more confidence to play with, where most of the year he was working on that confidence. You know, he was a guy that you know teams went after probably more than they went after DK, and uh, he had a chance to make some plays and he's starting to get some confidence looking forward to having kirby on next week man that's going to be awesome want you to join dan matthews and steve west on uh, coming up tomorrow they'll be live at the academy sports and outdoor march of champions weekend at lake point sports the show will be 10 to 1 they'll be live in emerson there at lake point what an impressive facility that that is and dan and steve be bringing it to you tomorrow morning right here on 680 the fans in the orange deck <laughs> as we come back you're going to hear matt ryan take a shot at beef and stick around for that it's the buck blue show here on the fan final segment of the buck blue there are hundreds of families who need help with their loved ones. As part of our Subaru Love Promise, Subaru of Gwinnett has partnered with Plan Pethood to help with animal transportation, adoption fees and clinics, and outreach vaccine clinics to help create a better world for animals. We've supported over 320 animals, 
541 vaccinations and 211 microchips during our Subaru Loves Pets Month initiative. To learn more about how we support our furry friends, go to SubaruofGwinnett.com. Hey, Atlanta, Hudson Mason here. Is a new roof still on your to-do list, but you've been delayed due to rising home service costs? Well, here's a fantastic solution from Accent Roofing Service. Zero down, zero payments, and zero interest for a full year. That's right. You can get your new roof now and start paying next year. Act quickly because Accent's incredible offer of zero, zero, zero with a 12-month deferred payment option for a lifetime roof system isn't going to last long. Contact the craftsman at Accent Roofing Service today. AccentRoofingService.com show this week it's been another good week here on the fan a lot going on for the sports fans and do you want more from 680 the fan than just the shows because we've got an array of incredible podcasts you can enjoy also the podcast park is brought to you by associated credit union uh, thepodcastpark.com you can find all of the podcasts we're offering up information deep dives into the braves the dogs and the falcons we've got you covered like the frozen rope report with braves reporter kevin McAlpin, or the southern beat with dan matthews or bucks beat bucks beat episode 56 will drop this afternoon featuring my sit-down interview with matt ryan we discuss the trade to the colts and the emotional departure from the falcons organization and want to give you a little snippet right now. Uh, this is sort of on the lighter note. So I asked him about our colleague, Brian Finneran. And uh, here's Matt Ryan talking about B. Finn. Well, you've worked with some great talent, Tony Gonzalez, Julio Jones, Roddy White, just to name a few of them. Before you, you go, tell us what your, your first impression of my colleague, Brian Finneran, was out on the football field. <laughs> Big target. Knew immediately we had to find the two or three routes at work for him, right? Like, <laughs> let, let's be intentional and specific about what we were going to do. But honestly, you know, Finn, a mentor for me in my first, you know, three, three, four years in the league. We were neighbors, so lived close by. He took me under his wing and, and taught me what it was to be a uh, professional. He was great for that, that receiver room uh, of holding guys accountable, you know, making sure they were doing the things they needed to do. He was a worker. There's no question about it. I mean, he practiced hard. He played hard. He did everything he was supposed to do. And that's why he had the career he had. I love playing with B-Finn. Bucks Beat Podcast sponsored by my friend Mickey Himes and the GetMickey.com team at Keller Williams. Looking to make a move in the Lake Lanier Homes Up 400 market? Mickey can help you get in a position to win in multiple offer situations. Sell fast with a guaranteed offer. Call 678-341-7474 or go to getmickey.com and get an expert. Another good week here on the Buck Blue Show. Ben Ingram today, DJ Shockley yesterday, uh, Mort on Wednesday. Then, of course, a little bit crazy this week, saying goodbye to Freddie Freeman and Matt Ryan, two superstars, legends in this town. Road Dog telling me Kirby Smart will uh, join me on this show next Wednesday. And we'll help you get ready for G-Day. For Road Dog Gillespie, Sean Nurney, Jordan D'Armond, Derek Thomas, I'm Buck Blue. Have a great weekend, everybody. Nick and Chris are coming up next. Well, thank you, Buck. Giving back has always been our culture at Subaru of Gwinnett. During the Subaru Loves to Help initiative, we're partnering with our friends at Rainbow Village to provide coats, shoes, and socks to those dealing with homelessness. 
At Subaru of Gwinnett, our hope is that these essential items will not only keep those in urgent need protected, warm, and dry, but that it can have a significant impact on their mental and emotional well-being. Subaru of Gwinnett, more than a car dealer. Visit SubaruofGwinnett.com to learn more. Hey, Atlanta, Hudson Mason here. Is a new roof still on your to-do list, but you've been delayed due to rising home service costs? Well, here's a fantastic solution from Accent Roofing Service. Zero down, zero payments, and zero interest for a full year. That's right. You can get your new roof now and start paying next year. Act quickly because Accent's incredible offer of zero, zero, zero with a 12-month deferred payment option for a lifetime roof system isn't going to last long. Contact the craftsman at Accent Roofing Service today, accentroofingservice.com. What are your plans for your business this year? Hey, it's Tug. Do you want to expand and grow? Aren't you exhausted by going to lenders, building a relationship, and a week later, you got a new person to deal with? You have to start all over again? You don't have that with First Liberty Building and Loan. The Frost family has been helping businesses grow since the 90s, and they want to know you. Unlike big banks, they want to partner with you. The Frost family knows the patterns. They know the ebbs and flows. They know business. Get to know them at FirstLibertyGA.com. Building a building? Buying a building? Buying a franchise? Expanding? Reach out to them. Spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a fit for them and if they're a fit for you. You do that at FirstLibertyGA.com. And by the way, if you're a young banker and want to work with a team that is faith-friendly and has a culture of excellence, First Liberty might be a good match. Reach out to them today. First Liberty Building and Loan. FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com. 